0: Welcome. You are listening to SIB Life Church Sermon Audio Podcast. If you would like to know about SIB Life, including our online service time, you can join us online at siblife.my. Now, if you have started reading today's reading, uh, I think it's not a coincidence. The first ten, the ten chapters of Ezra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is saying something to us. If you've been following us, our study of Ezra, God is saying something to us so specific. I don't think it's coincidental. Of all the things that they can choose, they choose Ezra to be the first reading. So, yep, just a little addition about the collection of what we fast, you save. We go to helping the poor. And one of those is Lahadatu, which I told you about, that the lot of stateless children. You know, when Jesus said, When you give food to one of these, you give to me. And he didn't say one of these Malaysian, but including stateless children. There's so many of them. We're going to help, you know, as much as we can. And then, of course, including this work in Miri as well. So, sabah, sarawak, fair Semenanjung, okay lah. Alright, so. Come, let's pray. If you turn your Bible with me uh, to Ephesians chapter 2, as you do that, we're going to pray right now. Alright, continue our studies on Ephesians. Alright, chapter 2. And as we do that, we're going to pray. Father, we thank you for uh, your love. Truly, even as we partake in the communion, we remember, Lord, the price you paid on the cross for our sins, for the healing even of our bodies. By your stripes, we are healed. And for the healing and the restoration of the body of Christ to be as one. And so this morning, we come before you as one body. We ask that you speak to us so clearly from your word. Help us to humble our hearts. If there is any pride, arrogance in us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, you remove it so that we can truly humble ourselves as the authority of your word. Let your word speak to us. Help us to grow our faith, transform to be more like Jesus. That's our desire this morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. Teach us all things, including myself. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to continue from there. Uh, verse 11, all right? And I encourage you to look at your Bible. I'm reading from the NIV. It's, it's a very beautiful text, very difficult text actually to, to unpackage, but I'm going to help you. It's going to be very powerful as you learn this. 11, therefore, everybody say Therefore, Turn your neighbor and therefore, it's a very important word. I'm going to show you later. Remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised. Tidak bersunat, alright? By those who call themselves the circumcision. Orang yang bersunat. Semua orang tahu sunat, apa itu kan? Alright? Which is done in the body by human hands. Say in the body. Say in the body. Say by human hands. It's an important verse. I'm going to show you later. Verse 12. Remember that at the time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope, without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Amen? Verse 14. For He Himself is our peace. Say again, He Himself is our peace. He Himself is our peace. Important, right? Who has made the two groups one, the two groups is Gentiles and the Jews. Uh, one, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall. Everybody say dividing wall of hostility. Hostility means permusuhan. Alright? perseteruan in the Indonesian Bible. Alright? Which is quite a big word, all right? Permusuhan. That's what it means. Verse 15. By setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity, means one people, out of the two, Gentiles and Jews, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile. every say reconcile. Both of them, both of them means Gentiles and Jews, to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through Him, we both access to the Father by one spirit. 19, consequently, which is as a result, that's what it means. You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of His household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus Himself as a chief cornerstone In Him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in Him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word. Now, you see, friends, it's very interesting. Apostle Paul wrote this. He started talking about this this part here, circumcision. Bersunat, alright? Atau berkatan, whichever word you like it. But from circumcision... He changed to talk about constructions, buildings. What has circumcision got to do with constructions? All right, interesting, right? All right, and uh, not that you need to circumcise in order to do construction work. All right, from the language of the law, which is circumcision and all, etc., to the language of construction of buildings, He talked about breaking down of walls, he talked about building on a foundation, he talked about a cornerstone, he talked about how the whole building joined together, become a holy temple. It's a language of construction. It's like a renovation work going on. Interesting, right? From circumcision to renovation work. I mean, the people of Ephesians understood what he was talking about because they have big buildings. As I told you they have a huge coliseum, a stadium, a huge temple, goddess of Diana. They know when he talks about all this building stuff, but the, for us to try to understand what is Paul trying to talk about, circumcision, talk about construction, renovation. You know, talking about renovation, well, we renovated our house that we're staying in now Some years back ago, some years ago. And because it, the time we were in uh, Miri for Mission, right, Sarawak, then when we were planning to, to come back, move back, and we thought, let's renovate the house before we move in. Because the house is really, really old. I think it's close to about 30 years old or something like that. Like the walls and everything was quite dirty. Termites everywhere in... like, How many of you have got termites, ana and in your house? Do you like termites? No, alright. Uh, and uh, we... And not just, not just that the ceiling is like falling off. You can literally see the ceiling is like sagging down. We're thinking, and which is true. When the construction, the, the the contractor came and took the hotel and said, you, "You good thing that you actually renovated and want to take down the ceiling because it's like sagging. It can fall off anytime, you know." So and then so we thought, why not we renovate and tear down one wall dividing the kitchen and so, we, so that we have a huge kind of like a more spacious, people come to meet also, you know. But you know, renovation is very messy. And it was quite costly, by the way. Alright? Messy, costly, but not an option. Why? Because if you don't renovate it, well, we probably gonna live with the termites. Yeah. I mean, it's like almost every other week, right, I have to go and find termites. Like, literally, the wood is like, coming off here and there, you know, we probably will have to live in danger. The ceiling will just fall off, you know, uh, while we're watching TV, something like that. You know, we don't know. So, but talking about renovation work, breaking down is necessary. Removing is necessary in order for you to reconstruct, all right? Circumcision, there's a removing. But what is reconstructing has to do with circumcision, I'm going to show it to you later, all right, shortly. So this morning, I want to talk to you about renovation, uh, not your house, but renovation of the heart. <laughs> was it me or was it you? Thank you, uh, whoever pressing the button for me. All right, renovation of the heart. Everybody say renovation of the heart. Now, coming back to this text, it started with therefore. I would say Therefore. In verse 11, when he said, what is there for? He will ask a question. Ole something before that, Paul was talking about. And let me bring us back a little bit before that, the text before, to help us to understand. Alright, in verse 8, he says, "For now you have heard the sermon two weeks ago from Pastor Wagner. Please watch that if you have missed it. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. You see, he started talking about you and then he switched to we us for we are god's handiwork he didn't say for you are god's handiwork and then he said in christ used to do good works which god prepared in advance for us not for you all of a sudden just like that he switched from you become we but both verse 8 9 and 10 they are all related you see faith decision is personal you, ha- you cannot say, I my parents are Christian, so he b- they believe in Jesus, so I am Christian, I will go to heaven. No. Yeah. Faith decision is personal. That's what verse 8 uh, uh, is all about, and you can't live on somebody else's faith. But then he goes on to say, your faith is not by works, it's by grace through faith, so that no one can boast. And then he goes on to say, but yeah, we are not saved by works, but we are safe to do good works. You can't say, now I'm safe, i go to heaven. No, you are safe to do a sign, a good sign, a good, mm, no, what to call that? Huh? A good characteristics to know if the person is saved by Jesus Christ, you will reflect the work of Jesus Christ for the world. But I want to say something here. Look at why he switched to verse 10 for we are God's handy work to do good works because these good works are not individualistic. It is not my good works. I need to be good works. You're good and i good. I do whatever I like. You do what you like. No. When you talk about good works, as far as the kingdom of God is concerned, is we, is us. It's not you or me. Tell a friend next to you. It's us, yes. we. Otherwise, we can be so tempted to behave holier than thou, kind of a thing. You know what's holier than thou? You know, it's I call it moral superiority. And this is why Paul wrote next in verse 11 for this reason. Therefore, remember, therefore, because of 8, 9, 10, verse 11, remember formerly you who you are you were Gentiles by birth called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision. This is referring to the Jews. The circumcision, the Jews, uh, they consider themselves the elite. They are, like, they are the special... Race on planet earth. Uh, yeah, they are the chosen race, but they are not the elite that they reject everybody else. That is never the intention or the heart of God. And I want you to see something here. So Paul spotted this superiority spirit. So he's telling the Ephesians, remember, you were once despised by the Jews, the circumcised people, because you were not circumcised. But then he says, by the way, the circumcision is done by human hands. Is works. This is like saved by works. That's what the Jews think, all right? Now, we are actually not too far away sometimes. We are facing the similar danger today. I call it the religious pride. I pray more than you, you know. I mean, I pray five times a day, you know. I pray three hours a day, you know. How many? You, you pray only three minutes when you eat. I memorize 10 chapters a day, you know. I, okay, not me, I'm just, okay, all right. I serve more than you, you know. I give more than you, you know. I am more knowledgeable of the Bible than you, you know. I've got a doctorate in theology. You know what I'm saying? This sort of spirit, right, creates walls, um, divisive, and must be torn down. Yeah. The sad thing is, our church today, and listen to me carefully, I'm quite like serious here for Anat Sabah Sarawak here. Terutamanya. Why? Because you know that. We can be divided inside a church because of the political parties that we support. Yeah. Am I talking sense here? you imagine how sad would be Jesus? Do you think Jesus wants to be present in a church where you're supposed to be united, John 17, to be one? We are divided for something which is of the earth, which is political parties, and not that they are actually even believing in God in a sense. And then we are divided because of vaccination. People do fight because of that. How sad, right? And then we declare we are Christians. We love Jesus. Something is really wrong. I don't know which Jesus you're loving, right? And then people actually divide because of speaking in tongues. Let me tell you something, right? You never see the Bible condemn speaking in tongues. You show it to me. It only teaches the order of speaking in tongues, not condemning speaking in tongues, not rejecting speaking in tongues. But today we have Christian churches actually condemning speaking in tongues. What is your problem? Is that what God wants us to do? To condemn each other for this and for that? No. We even have segregation of churches by more educated ones. More, uh, they are a little bit professional. Cakap bahasa You know what I'm saying? We, we, we have and those lower status. That's why you see in Okay, talk about, talk about Semenanjung itself. There's so many born-in churches actually are small because they are just people who are blue-collars. Where are the white-collars people. They are all in the mega church, the English-speaking church, the professional people. Why? Because they can't find anything they can receive. That Wait a minute! Where in the Bible actually there's a segregation of that? Yeah. That is why in SIB Life I'm determined that you are not divided because of your social taste, because of your finance, because of professional, not because of blue-collar or white-collar. Even if you are a janitor, you can sit together with anybody in the house of God. Amen. You see? You know, one of the things, let's go to Miri right now. And I was doing this program, right? So Friday night, we started. Saturday whole day, 9 to 5. So you can imagine how tired I would have been like really standing, teaching. Then at night, we have a KKR, revival meeting. You know, they love KKR, kan? Kan? Okay. So, and, and then, so I preached, because really tired. I, I mean, I finished the session, I went back, shower, have a quick bite with uh, Anne, and then I went back to church there. And um, so, uh, so, I preached, but very tired, I preached. And I went alone. All my team who were, I recruited there in Sarawak, they have a team in Sarawak. So they all, of course, have their own church to run. They went back. Practice, rehearse for the next day. So I was alone there. And uh, interesting is a Methodist church, all right. The next morning is an interesting one. Uh, next morning also I preach in their service, the Chinese church, all right. Which I, I can't preach in Chinese. I preach in English. Somebody interpret it for me. But it's a kind of a traditional. I have to sit alone up there in a corner. I, feel laughing, you do you're laughing at what I mean, right? Sit alone after, I, I didn't know at all, no. Sat alone up there in a the corner and uh, MC was studying blah, blah, blah and things like that. I was so alone, so lonely by myself. And the last thing you want to do is you feel like you want to go to the toilet. And which I did. And the toilet is the other end of the stage. So how, like that, right? So when they were starting to read the Bible… Everybody, because they, they have a practice of reading the text first before the preacher come to so reading. So I quickly went quickly went back here, you know. So anyway, coming to this, uh, Saturday night. So after I preached, I got like MCO, uh, I mean SOP, try not to do call kind of thing to come out and things like that. So I prayed for people. I said, you, wherever you respond, wherever you are, so many of them responded on their seats. So I prayed. So really ministered to them for about good uh, 10 minutes or so, 15, and done. So I said, I thank all the people. So I thank the pastor. I said, uh, I didn't call you up because uh, SOP and you know, things like that. And the pastor, no, 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 pastor. Semua keluar, boleh keluar. SOP. Tidak perlu SOP. No need. So, okay, okay, okay. So I said, I put on my mask. Put my mask all right and then okay all right so they come out man one two so i pray and i pray and i pray finish prayer. open how come they don't finish one i so when i pray i mentally i counted you know. So, so i haven't finished you know i then i sort of bought it for about an hour at least extra i was walking around praying for people All right, and you know the hall music, not like us. The sound was so loud with a mask, so I prayed. And then at least about 100 people by myself. I mean, when I went home, I can't feel my feet anymore. But the most beautiful thing I I, I experienced when, that's why I said I loved it so much for this, is that from very young, I remember the youngest, I prayed probably about three, four years old, to very old, she looked like 70 years old. About 100, so all the different different ages, you know. And some of them come, they dress quite nice. Some of them come, you know, they actually come from very, very poor family because the way how they dress, very easy, can identify, all right? So, and when I look at all this, I finished, I step back, I sat down, and I felt to, to myself, I said, Lord, thank you for this. You know why? Because that's church. Yes. There is no, or the elites, one church. The not so rich one, not so professional one another church another service another group the young ones no like i have long time i have never at least more than two years prayed for from the so young until the so old there is no such thing as you circumcise not circumcised you reach a professional you're not no that must be inclusive not exclusive that's the heart of god and then so the amazing thing is when i pray for these people no catcher, one of the Bukan, bukan <laughs> carpet. too, you know, church, they like to towel, towel the, the floor. So I pray for this, right? Let's go. bang! Cannot catch her enough. So loud, you know, bang! Everybody stand around, just watch. Okay. After that, I went for the other one. I prayed one, I prayed, finished already, right? So I didn't even touch her, I just prayed, prayed, finished So I want to move to the other one. The moment I moved, like, she felt, she, wow, I want to grab her hand to hold, her. Wow, so heavy, you know. I won't describe the heaviness, all right. She fell, right. So when I pulled, right, her hand like bah, hit my face. Wow, so pain. Uh. I said, God, should I continue praying, uh, God? I can say, oh, pastor. Sai. No, I said, no, continue. So I continue praying. At least about four people, they just fell like that. What? Wow. no jaga image. Belajar dari pasal bag. <laughs> Ataupun, jaim juga, jaga iman. Baik, dia jaga iman, tidak jaga image. And I thought to myself, wow, I love it. Because people don't need to worry about, uh, should I? <laughs> Bam! I said, serious. they just on the floor. They're not paying And then if you got up, see, when the Holy Spirit touch you, right, so powerful, you know. Doesn't need to be circumcised. Imagine that. I mean, well, I want to share this with you, friends. This is this is the heart of God. And remember that at that time you were separate from Christ. Interesting. He relate our circumcision with separate from Christ. Uncircumcised. When you are not circumcised, you are separate from Christ. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't we saying that we can be? Believe in Christ without circumcision, what has uncircumcision, tidak bersunat, Berkaitan dengan, separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship, covenants of the, uh, you were not part of the covenant of promise which is circumcision. Why? Because it is related. Uncircumcision and separate from Christ, related. How? Let me show it to you. What Paul is talking about. A renovated heart. We're talking about renovation of heart. Renovation number one is, it's a heart that's circumcised by Christ. Everybody say, circumcised by Christ. So you say your heart has been renovated. This 40 days talking about a heart to know God. A heart to know God is a heart that has been renovated, which is circumcised by Christ. Let me show it to you. In Colossians 2, Paul says this. In Him, in Christ, you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Wait, you compare with what we read in Ephesians, talk about by human hands, circumcision. Here it's talking about not by human hands. Whole self, your whole self was ripped, but your flesh was put off when you were circumcised by who? By Christ. You see, Colossae and, and Ephesus, they were in the same region. It's like KL and Selangor and uh, I don't know what, uh, Melaka, Very nearby. And so, and Paul, when he wrote these letters, he's addressing the same category of people. That's why Colossians and Ephesians are very close to each other, by the way. If you read, if you read the uh, if you read the uh, I'll call that the, the letters. And so, if you understand this, let me explain to you circumcised by Christ here. The first mention, the first time ever circumcision mentioned is in Genesis 17, where there's a covenant God made with Abraham about circumcision, alright? And why did God command Abraham and his children and his descendants to be circumcised? Because in Genesis 16, the chapter before 17, he committed a sin where he did not believe God for the promised son to come where he listened to his wife to take Hagar, his wife, and then Ishmael was born. Ishmael was a son of the flesh, not of faith. Now, can I just make a side comment? Uh, 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 Point here, very important, especially. Have you been asked before by people from the other side, why are you not circumcised? No? Anybody ask you why are you not circumcised? The Bible asks you to circumcise, right? Why are you not circumcised? Let me show it to you. If you understand this Genesis 17, the command to Abraham circumcision was only meant for Abraham and his biological descendants. Go and read We are not a biological descendants. We are not the Jews. We are not Israelites. So we don't have to be circumcised. But good if you want to do it, alright? It's clean. We are the spiritual descendants. Amen? So, and now, come back to this. Though Abraham committed a sin, God in His mercy still made a covenant with him and his covenant of circumcision. Why? Because when you cut there's blood. Well, it's bloodshed in the Bible. There is covenant, projangian. Alright? So that's why in Ephesians 2 to something we read. But now in Christ Jesus, before that, you gotta cut, circumcise. Your like your physical circumcision. But now in Christ, we have been bought near by what? Blood of Christ, not the blood of your own. What do you call that? Body. Alright? You see what I'm saying? Not your own. So, and we just took communion this morning, right? So it's not by works of our hands, physical body outside, but it's a circumcision of the heart by Christ. Circumcised by Christ. The question is, yeah, it says circumcised by Christ, but where? What? Actually, it's all there. The Jews know it, but they became too... Elite, I will say Deuteronomy, the command very clear. Therefore, circumcise the foreskin of what? Of your heart. Wait, manada foreskin. What is foreskin? Ah? Kuluk. I, I search it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, huh? Now you know. <laughs> Kulikatan. Uh, kuluk. BMO? Eh? <laughs> okay, teacher got in chat. Alright. The foreskin... Wait! Where God. got in your heart? Hello? The foreskin of your heart, usually the foreskin of your uh, penis. What is foreskin of your heart? What is... Look at Romans. Paul, actually whatever he say in Romans 2, he is actually referring to Deuteronomy, to, to the laws here. Circumcision is circumcision of the... Heart. Everybody, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. Say, of the heart. heart. Of my heart. heart. By the Spirit, not by written code, means not by following the laws. That is why if your heart is renovated, your heart actually has been circumcised by Christ. I'm going to show you why why, why circumcision by... uh, What does it mean by circumcise your heart uh, shortly? eh? Now, this is the verse of our 40 days fast and prayer theme verse. I didn't plan to study this text for today. It's just that way. God is saying something to us. God says, I will give you, I will give them, which is getting us, the Jew, a heart to know me. In other words, God says, I am going to circumcise your heart so that you will know me. And He's not talking about partial heart. But the whole heart returned to God. Will you not make this 40 days? A time for you to do that. Now come back. Why foreskin? Why clue? You learn a new word today, huh? You see? Why remove the foreskin? Number one, there's a part of the flesh that caused Abraham to sin. You know that, right? Without that thing cannot have baby ma. So there's a part. And the word flesh there is the word sarx, S-A-R-X. We'll be right just now. It word means carnal. Cornality, um, nafsu. The word carnal means nafsu. And so when you talk about circumcision of the heart, God wants us to cut away sin. Our habitual sin. That's number one. Not cut the whole thing off, by the way. Enough to have blood. Painful enough. In case you don't know, it's quite painful. You can try that if you don't know. Alright, so. And you can't put it back. You have never seen people who circumcise go and frame the kuluk. Go and, I don't know, keep it. Um, Every day think about it. You know? I don't know. Miss it. Oh, I miss my kuluk. You never see people like that. So why are you missing your habitual sin? Why you frame it? Why you, I don't know, keep it. Remove it. Throw it away. Everybody say, throw away your kulub. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can't put it back. So that's why, this, go back to Colossians. Colossians, we read this now. Put off the whole self-rule by the flesh. That means remove the very thing that is controlling your flesh. Take it away. Put it off. Put it off means put it off. Like, take it away. Can't put it back. That's what circumcision of your heart means. You cut away your heart so things that put, that's why falling fast and pray. Why did Jesus go to the I mean the the, the very thing after he, he fasted forty days right? What happened was temptation comes. What does it tell us? It tells us why we fall into temptation because we don't want our hearts to be circumcised by Christ. Do you know something? Let me tell you something so interesting. God only gave Isaac, the promised son Isaac to Abraham after Genesis 17, the circumcision. Not before. After you put off that socks, Abraham, only God told him, you're going to have your promised son Isaac. Go and read the Bible. So why sometimes people miss the promises of God in their lives? because they refuse to let Christ circumcise their hearts. Instead of being brought near to Christ, they prefer to stay away from Christ. So one of the things in your life, friends, that are ruled by the flesh today, you need to put off. Let these 40 days be something to help you to put that off so that you will come out of it victoriously, even the devil can't touch you. Amen? Number two, a renovated heart is a heart with Christ as our peace. Oh, I love this. Let me show you. I love this. So, so beautiful. A renovated heart. How do you know? Actually, you have Christ in your heart, has your peace, you know. Let me show you the verse. Huh? For He Himself is our peace. Christ is our peace. Diela damai sejahtera kita. Who has made the two groups, which is Gentile Jews, they're supposed to be enemies in a sense, alright? And has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, primusohan. by setting aside his flesh, this commands of regulation is talking about the law, means his flesh on the, on the cross has fulfilled, completed the law, fulfilled it, answered whatever the law requires, so that we can be brought together in peace, making peace, and in one body to reconcile both Jews, Gentiles, to God through the cause by which He put to death. Now, let me explain to you, all right? How do we know that Christ is our peace in our hearts? How do we know? If I ask you, how do you know do you have Christ Jesus in your heart, has the, has the peace that guard your heart? The Bible says, peace that guard our hearts. Uh, Philippines. Two check, two... two uh, uh, what do you call that? Check, like test. You got RTK test. This one you can do your own RTK, not RTK, circumcised heart self test. Number one. There are no dividing walls present in your lives. There are no dividing walls in your life. Because Christ, our peace, would have broken down every walls of hostility. He has put to death, be right, all hostilities. We become one people, not you or me. Remember, it's us, it's we. And Christ has become our peacemaker. He has made peace. Reconcile us. That's why in verse 16 we read what? In one body to reconcile both of them, the Jews and the Gentiles, to God through the cross. Let me help you to understand this really, really well. He didn't say reconcile both of them. Full stop. But to God, you know what it means. It means that when you still hold grudges with people, build dividing walls amongst the people of God, you cause divisions. is equal to you have not been reconciled to God. Hello, you understand the verse correctly, huh? So when I when I when I hold that grudges, let's say against well, no, whatever. I hold it. That means I'm not reconciled, not just to Him, I have not been reconciled to God. Call yourself a Christian, attend church as much as you want, go to many, many KKRs that you want. If you have not settled this, you are still an enemy of God. Wow. Do you understand this? So serious, you know. We should be peacemakers, always, all the time. Jesus said what? Blessed are those who are peacemakers. Makarios, blessed. In fact, we will work very hard to tear down every wall that divides the people of God. We We will not be contributing brick by brick building the walls of division. Be very careful that the devil don't use us to become his contractors. Jesus said, forgive, it's not a suggestion, it's a command. Jesus said, love one another, it's not a suggestion, it's a command. And he didn't say, uh, Wagner, love one another, what's your opinion? (laughs) He didn't say, uh, and forgive one another, what's your opinion? Oh, yeah, you got the rights not to forgive, right? No, this is about human rights, right? We are so human rights in the world today, we forgot what does it mean to obey the word of God? You know, I won't tell you when, just uh, during the whole, during the season pandemic, there was this pastor I know, friend. He and his leadership of his church had some issue. But anyway, got a long story short, he resigned, he took a break, he wanted to rest, and he went away from some place. Then I found out about it, and then I uh, kind of counseled him, and then suggested you need to reconcile. So, one day, I arranged a meeting, Zoom. With the leaders, all of us from Zoom. I was Zoom, he's in his place, and then that group of leaders. And what I did was a peacemaker, help them to reconcile. Wow, such a beautiful experience. They say whatever they want to say about how they have been hurt, whatever. And then there's repentance, seeking forgiveness, healing, restoration. And these leaders tell this pastor, please come back, we want you to be our pastor. Through Zoom. What's my point? Break down every walls that divide. Including the internet. Whole life lived by Zoom. I put on my mask. Later I'm going to tell you another story. I pray for hundred over people. Like I cannot pray like this. I have to pray like this. Like the face like this. Why the music so loud? I don't know why to play so loud i was also so tempted hey, please please no like offending right because the no no acoustic in the hall somewhere you imagine what i'm trying to tell you no acoustic so loud i have to pray like screaming you know And i don't care the age you know? i said god i don't i mean if if i'm doing your work you say it's time's up come to my house now i'm ready god i'm ready all right but it's your work why are I so afraid Use the internet to divide each other. I don't understand that. Reconcile. Number two to check is we will have a trouble-free heart, not trouble-free life. You cannot have a trouble-free life, by the way. You don't believe me? Get married. (laughs) (laughs) Have children. Right? Pastor Wagner? When your children are sick, isn't it troublesome? Correct or not? Pastor Lenny, you know, she knows. She doesn't know well. You can can have a trouble-free heart in the midst of a life that is full of troubles. The verse we read earlier, Jesus came, He preached peace to you those far away and those near, doesn't matter where you are, in other words, peace, shalom. And in Let me quote Jesus. In John 14, He says, peace I live with you, my peace I give you, I do not give you as the world give you that peace, but do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled is a command. Do not. He didn't say, I suggest, try not to let your hearts be troubled. No. He said, do not it's a command. It means, right? The peace that Christ has preached to you, to me on the cross, has given us, that He has given us by the power of the cross, is there to guard our hearts. That you will not have a troubled heart. God did not promise us a trouble free life, but a trouble free heart. Let me come to this part. Really, Mary. Uh. We were hosted all the time by our friends, family, four of them, husband and wife, two children. We went together, we brought them to our family in Lawas there, you know, but they were not well. So something, COVID. See, we tested before we went, because this friend of mine, his relatives from another house, came in visit, they called positive, you know. So positive. So then they, we pestered, no, we went, no. But then what happened? They were not well in a rural kampong place up in the Hill Mountain, no, no RTK test. Huh? So uh, uh, Anne and uh, my friend, family, children, all not well. I was all good. I mean, I was like, good. Test, then After, after that, the, they brought RTK, went, came, came to the kampong. So we tested. Uh, Who was positive? ah? Also Daniel Tan, his name by the way. Same name. So positive. We all tested negative. So when we went back to Miri. So we start testing. So, and of course, N positive. And then one by one, the house positive people. And I remain negative. Every day I tested twice. Negative, negative, negative. All right? And they were saying, why don't you stay out? Of course, uh, and staying in the room. stay outside in the living room. But you can't because everyone is there, right? I can't be like staying, carrying the... I mean, like trying to isolate myself. Right? I said, no need. I told Anne. Anne was so afraid. I just, I just have that peace. I told her, I know that I'll be spared. So I never isolate myself. I slept on the same bed with her, of course. All right? And every day for one week, two times, three times, RTK test. I want to because I still got ministry to do in the weekends. I told the Lord, I say, I'm at peace. You brought me here, you want to do ministry, let you be the one who protect. Now, I follow the government, KKM, SOP. No symptom. RTK negative. No need to quarantine. Got it, not? So you don't curse me, say, Pastor, why you like that one? No, no, listen to me. I follow KKM. You should protect, protect. I follow KKM and I check with the church that I serve, BM Life. Are you okay if I say, pastor, please come, please come. See, so I went. Every and day. I'm, I'm still negative today. Entire house positive. Surrounded by positive people. I remain negative unintended. Some people like that, right? Yeah. You can be surrounded by positive people, you're still so negative one. <laughs> Have you met people like that before? Yeah. But I mean, this is a good one in COVID. <laughs> the other one is not good, please. You see, one like, of tell you things is that I was completely at peace. Total, like, not an inch of fear to be honest not because of me it's because Christ is peace in my heart yeah. He just got me he, I just knew it somehow I knew it I don't know I knew it that God would just protect me because He has I think haven't finished He wants me to do yeah. hey don't worry lah if your, if your task on earth have not finished rah, not so easy that one. want no. <laughs> but of course don't open your mouth and go to the hey come no not like that I'm talking about you still cautious, practice the SOP, but don't become so paranoid. Amen. Amen? Lastly, a renovated heart is a heart with Christ as the chief cornerstone. Firstly, a heart that is circumcised by Christ. Second, a heart that Christ is our peace. You know your heart is renovated. And thirdly, the heart is renovated by Christ. He is definitely your chief cornerstone. I preached on a sermon on this um, early this year. In the title, you go to YouTube and search unshakable foundation about this, this text on cornerstone here. But I want to just show something today here. Let's go back to the verse. Okay. Can you help me to read this verse? Because it's powerful. One of my favourite texts of Ephesians. All right, ready? One, two, three. 3. Consequently, you are not foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. Built on a foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord, and in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. You see, Christ is our cornerstone. He's talking about construction, building, renovation now. If Christ is the chief cornerstone, how do we know Christ is the chief cornerstone of our lives? How do we know that? Number one, that's your checklist, huh? the check, your, your test, your own RTK, circumcised, renovated heart test. Number one, you belong to God's family. Verse 19, we read your fellow, your members of God's household means the family of God. You, I'm not talking about here belong to a denomination. I'm not even talking about belong to a church, name, church. I'm talking about the family of God. You can be attending a church, you can be, belong to a denomination, but you may not necessarily be part of the family of God. Right? You know, some people are so hard up that they are only their are, they are de- only their denominations and go to heaven. They are people like that. That's not my Bible. That's not what the Jesus I believe. Belong to the family of God. Number two, we build our lives upon the unshakable word of God. When Paul says, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. You know what it means? Apostles are used in New Testament. Prophets are used in the Old Testament. In other words, saying that in the whole Scripture of the Old and the New Testament. Unshakable Word of God. Your life, you build upon the unshakable Word of God. You know, the program that I did in Mary, After I did it, so we were sitting, we all sit in groups, right? Because I have my team to to help me to to run the program. And at the end of the program, we want them to share how they have, what their experiences, what they have learned. Most, I think almost 100% of them said that uh, they realize now how much they don't know about, don't know God. How much they don't know the Word of God. And that's why they are so easily confused by people from the other side of the faith. They don't know and so they are committed seriously all them share they're committed now to read the bible more and more and so that they really like what the 40 days team are hard to know god from the youngest to the oldest they shared 10 chapters a day right 40 days last in prayer it's like how to read 10 chapters a day uh? oh, you can read 10 pages of like newspapers Anyways. And then they said, we want to share also with others, especially those who have fallen from our family members. Young, to so very old. They are very new in their faith, not like very old in their faith like many of us. Oh, I love it. Because they want to build their lives on the unshakable Word of God. So I want to challenge you to do that. And lastly, we are being built together they become God's holy temple which he lives in. The word cornerstone, batu penjuru utama. Olden times, they built house, they start with a cornerstone. A stone, that's corner. And everything else follow that. They align the walls, everything follow that cornerstone. So when we talk about this word cornerstone, chief cornerstone, it means Everything in our lives, our church must follow Christ. So when you find the walls in your house, the windows, the roof, the pillars, crooked. Don't blame everybody else. Blame yourself you have not built your house. Follow the cornerstone. Follow the cornerstone. You see? So how do you know? Ask yourself, in every situation that you are in, you know when we renovated our house, messy, right? Very messy. Yeah? You know, sometimes the church, are full of messy people. I'm not talking about the footballer. I'm talking about like, mess, like, you know? But it is out of our messiness, God brings about a message of hope. Yeah. So when you look at your friend sitting next to you, actually I don't like sitting next to you, you know. I mean I'm talking about, I mean, don't, don't do that, huh? Okay. I mean, I really don't, I mean, you can have many things to talk about, sinners, But learn from this text today. Tear down every dividing walls. So that the church can bring a message of hope to the world, that's what the world needs today. It's not you or me, it's us. If the person sitting next to you is uh same gender same gender ah. if your if your spouse can spouse can all right say it's us. Come on, put your hands Put your hands around Those of you sitting single On the side one, okay It's us, alright I'm telling you something I start hugging people already I don't care, alright So If I can come so close To hundred old people Which I don't even know them And pray for them I say, Lord I'm not trying to carry pasal, But I'm wearing a mask I was wearing a mask I say, man, it's okay In Jesus' name COVID be gone Let's pray You know, our hearts, all of us, including myself, we need a renovation. Our hearts need to be renovated. And as we enter into this 40 days today, first day, a heart to know God. How can we have a heart to know God is to allow God to renovate our hearts? Circumcised by Christ. Our hearts throw away things that are not of God you can't do it by yourself I can't do it by myself it's not by human hands it's by the power of the cross of Jesus Christ we are humbled that we know God I can't do it my own please help me cut away the carnality that divides that reject moral superiority take that away God whatever it is that is not of you God help me in these 40 days remove it so ask yourself now ask God to reveal to you what are the things in your life that are ruled by the flesh that you need to put it off and some of you here you say I, I need peace in my heart such an unrest it has been like in your heart this word is for you today Peace I give to you not like the world gives Jesus saying do not let your hearts be troubled every dividing walls tear it down and be a peacemaker friend when you are not a peacemaker if I read my Bible correctly we become the enemy of God and when we do this too I'm telling you we can be sure we align our lives Jesus is the cornerstone may his word guide and lead us this morning no it's not one or two people it's all of us don't you think so we need a renovation of the heart If you say yes no I'm not gonna call you out to pray for you here because there's too many because all of us need a renovation of our heart you say yes it's me pastor stand on your feet Put your hands on your heart Let's ask God To renovate our hearts Including myself I'm standing Because I know I need this God renovate My heart Make me a heart Thank you for tuning in To live podcast We hope that you will be Challenged by this message And you will share it With your friends Family member And co-worker We hope you have a great day God bless you